Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 178, week one recap of the 2018 Alabama turkey season. And I am your host and the guy who is feeling the effects of week one of turkey season. Normally week one I handle pretty well as far as lack of sleep goes and then week two the lack of sleep starts to catch up with me and it gets a little bit more difficult for me to function. But then I hit the wall after week two and get into week three and beyond and I'm good to go with anywhere from four to six hours of sleep a night. But we are creeping into week two, and I'm feeling it now. It's all right. I know there's hope on the horizon, so I'm looking forward to that. Hey, we are 40 days, 1 hour, 32 minutes, and 47 seconds away from the end of spring turkey season in Alabama. So some of you guys mentioned to me in the listener survey that I did at the beginning of the year that... You'd like to hear about my turkey hunts during Alabama season because our season starts, and for some, ends before your season does. Today we are going to do just that. But first, I have a couple of announcements that my buddy Griff Botti wanted me to make to you guys in and around the Commonwealth of Kentucky. So Griff sent me this information via email and asked for me to pass that along to you guys. And so here we go. Announcement number one is that the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources is offering field-to-fork workshops that teach you everything you need to know about harvesting your own clean, steroid-free meat for you and your family. There will be a turkey field-to-fork workshop this March at the Bluegrass Stockyards on Saturday, March the 24th from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Topics covered will include turkey biology, scouting and hunting techniques, calling, field dressing, shotgun patterning, and more. This workshop is for first-time or novice hunters, and the event is $25 to attend. 
Now you have to register before the workshop. So you can't just show up on the 24th and expect to jump in and go with it. So what I'm going to do is post the link to register for the workshop in the show notes for this week's show. So if you guys are living in Kentucky or you're near the bluegrass stockyards, then you may want to do this. I think it's a great opportunity. It's something that the state of Kentucky is doing that I think is awesome. All right. The second announcement that Griff wanted me to make for you guys is about the Women in the Outdoors event. All right. So the Wildcat Longbeards Nicholasville chapter is sponsoring the first annual campout for Women in the Outdoors with the NWTF, and that's going to be held at the Bluegrass Sportsman's Club on April the 28th and 29th of 2018. Activities that are included in the campout are archery, muzzleloader, campfire cooking, turkey tactics, and many more. Contact Tina Hitchner at 859-326-0895 if you are interested. The cost to attend is $25 per person. So any of you guys who are interested in learning more about this event, give Tina Hitchner a call, chat with her, and see if she can hook you up. So I want to thank Griff for sending those to me. You know, I'm always interested in promoting the NWTF and doing what I can do to help them out. And it really it does start on a local level. So I'm happy to make any kind of announcements like that for any of your local NWTF chapters. Okay, so our second order of business is to give away some loot. Actually, two loots. Here's J.R. Holly with Dixie Fowl Company to give away some Dixie Fowl Company gear and a turkey hunting gear pack as well. Hey everybody, I've got J.R. Holly on the line with me this evening again, and we are going to choose the winner of the last giveaway that we're doing with Dixie Fowl Company and JR. And so I'm excited about this. I hate that it's come to an end, but all good things must come to an end. And so, yep. yeah, so JR, how are you this evening? I'm doing good, Andy. How are you? I'm very well, doing very well. I'm a little sleepy, but, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll get over that. I've got one more week to kind of push through, at least normally it takes me about the first week I'm I'm on the adrenaline high and I can get up and get going, no problem. Week number two is, a, is generally a rough one for me. So w- once I can get pushed through that one, my body gets adjusted to no sleep and I'll be ready to rock and roll. But my, yeah. uh, my rough week is starting now, so... Well, maybe you can get you a bird, and it'll make that rough week feel a little bit better. I'd like to get more than one, but I'm okay with just (laughs) one. Heck, man, if I can sit down on a bird, I'd be happy. Yeah, that seems to be kind of what's going around right now. Yeah, yeah. Tis the season, but you know, I think really it's a good thing, because to me it kind of tells me that the birds are on track for what could be a normal season, and I think... You know, the weather could have something to do with that. You know, if we get a late spring or a, I should say a early spring or mid spring winter event, then that could certainly mess up where the birds are and their breeding pattern. But I think we're on track for a normal year. 
Yeah, it seemed like they were ready to go right out of the gate last year. But if you remember, the, at least up here in North Georgia, the two years before that, it was pretty cold and pretty rainy. So it, this is about par for the course. Yeah, yeah. Well, good deal. So you went hunting this past weekend as well for Georgia's Youth Weekend. Is that correct? I did. I did. I went on Sunday. I wanted to go Saturday, but it was 90% chance of thunderstorms Saturday morning. And I was taking a, a young man... 15 on his first turkey hunt and I didn't want to I didn't want to make it too hardcore his first yeah. time out so we dropped back punted and went on Sunday yeah good call don't want to break them right off the bat no no but but we had a beautiful morning we didn't hear any birds gobble which I think part of that could have been where we started out the birds just weren't there like they were that were last year but we did, uh, we kept grinding and kept grinding. And about 9.15, 9.30, we came across a lone gobbler in a cow pasture. And we were able to at least sit down, sit down on a tree and work him. So yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Was was he responsive to your calling? You know, it was, he was. He ended up, he was about 200 yards out, kind of pinned us down. We were on in kind of a rolling cow pasture, and we were luckily in, we were standing in a little bit of CRP, and he just, we got to the top of a little knoll, and I hit a box call and didn't hear anything, and hit a box call again, didn't hear anything, and about 200 yards away, there was a cow standing on the, on the skyline of the uh, knoll across from us. Mm-hmm. and he just popped up right beside that cow. Wow. And we all, it was me and the, the young man, and then a buddy of mine that kind of mentors this young man, and we all three hit the deck and laid in the CRP, and I don't know, about 10 or 15 minutes, and he strutted a little bit. He never gobbled, and I yelped to him a couple of times, and, and he just started pacing back and forth. He wasn't strutting. He was just pacing back and forth, back and forth, and then eventually he broke and came down into the dip and got out of sight so we scrambled to get set up and he eventually we got into a little wood line against against the barbed wire fence and you know i knew he's either going to pop out right in front of us or he's going to come up the wood line to our right and sure enough we weren't set up but about a minute and i saw him coming up the wood line and it was a good looking bird he got to about 60 yards and decided he was going to go the rest of the way through the woods and came in behind us and uh, the young man was sitting in front of me kind of looking over the cow pasture and I was behind him and this bird ended up coming in and about 30 steps right behind us stood there and looked for about you know 10-15 seconds and didn't see what he wanted and he just slipped back into the woods and we let him go yeah yeah well he lives to hunt again he does he does and i based on his body language now it may be early in the season or or based on his body language i think he may be a subordinate bird he strutted some but he wasn't putting on a show right. he didn't gobble he was a little bit nervous the whole time so hopefully he's a subordinate bird and there's a bigger one in there but the good part is is that was we got six more weeks we're the only people hunting that piece of property. We'll give him a couple of weeks and we'll let the weather get right and we'll go back in and try him one more time. Shoot, yeah. That's awesome. And season opens for you Saturday morning. Are you pumped up? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I wish the weatherman would give me a little bit better news, but it is what it is and we're just going to have to run with it. But yeah, I'm very excited. Cool. So you mentioned to me a few minutes ago that you're going to get out Friday afternoon and do a little hiking and scouting to 
hopefully figure out where you're going to be standing come daylight Saturday morning. How far away from your house is your your spot where you're going to go Saturday morning? It's not too far. It's it's right at 32 miles Okay. to get up there. That's not too bad. So that's what, driving around in the mountains, you're 45, 50 minutes, something like that? Yeah. If you take off first thing in the morning, you can get there in about 45 minutes. And coming back around midday, it's a little bit longer. But, yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. So you said about 32 miles? Yep, about 32 miles. Well, that is our winner for this week. Awesome. So now you got it. Now you've made me count all the way to 32. So <laughs> <laughs> let me let me see if I can figure out who that is. Sure. And we've we've gotten two entries while you and I've been on the phone. So they're they're in. Anybody from now on though is out. So okay. Let's see here. All right. Entry number. 32 this week is flbowhunter82 at gmail.com. So floridabowhunter82 at gmail.com. You have won some Dixie Falco swag and mm-hmm. a turkey hunting gear kit that's got yep. all kinds of good stuff in it. Yep, I'm sitting right here looking at it. It's like we talked about last week. It's got foam knee gun rest. It's got a pair of hand pruners. It's got the thermosel refill, and it's got some wet wipes to keep you clean. Very nice. That's a good little package there. That's a great care package, as a matter of fact. So it's very generous of you to do that, in addition to the Dixie Fowl swag that you got there. We want to help as much as we can. And like I said last week, if we can help one person with this little gear pack kill a bird, it's all worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. JR, man, I can't tell you how appreciative I am of your generosity and doing the giveaway. I think it's been a lot of fun. It's been great getting to know you better as well over the past three weeks because you and I have spoken several Absolutely. times over the over those weeks and I've enjoyed that and mm-hmm. you're still running the promo code for the Turkey Hunter podcast listeners through the end of the month is that we, correct we are through the end of March we'll uh, you can continue to get five dollars off uh, at dixiefalco.com promo code turkey 18 so turkey 18 will get you five dollars off. Fantastic. Good deal. Well, I'm going to shoot an email out to flbowhunter82, and I'll copy you on that email. We'll wait on him or her to reply, and then I'm, I know you'll be shipping that giveaway, that loot out very soon after we get a response, so that'll be great. Yep. And tell us, as well as your website, how can we find you on social media? So you can find us uh, Facebook. I think it's just facebook.com backslash Dixie Fowl Company. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Dixie Fowl Co. and on Instagram at Dixie Fowl Co. Awesome. JR, best of luck to you this weekend. I'm fully expecting to see a turkey selfie early Saturday morning. Oh, I hope you're right. I really do. And I hope you get one from you too. I, I know you're going to be up in my neck of the woods trying to run one down, so hope it all works out for you. I am going to be trying to run one down, and if that means I have to run one down in the pickup truck, then no holds barred this weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like my dad always says, once you get him in the truck, it's your story to tell. <laughs> 
I like your dad. I've never met him, but I have a feeling he and I can yeah. get along really well. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's great. Well, like I said, good luck to you guys. Let's you and I stay in touch throughout season and of course after that as well. And we'll I do. know all the listeners appreciate you doing the giveaways and, and offering the coupon code as well. So we're just happy to help and like I said in the past we're big fans of the show and happy to do it. Good deal. JR, thank you, buddy. And I look forward to texting with you over the weekend and talking to you again soon. Have a great night. Sounds good. Bye, Andy. All right. Goodbye. All right. A huge thank you to JR for doing this giveaway with us and for offering the coupon code as well. JR is good people with good looking gear. And for those of you up north who have never heard an individual being referred to as good people, it's a southern thing. So you guys go to... So you guys go to JR's website, buy some gear, and take advantage of that coupon code offer that JR has given us. So next up is Richard Duncan to give away another really cool mechanical decoy stake. Hey everybody, I've got Richard Duncan on the line with me tonight to talk to us about the Strutton 360 giveaway and to pick another winner this week. So I'm stoked about that. Richard, how are you? I'm good, Andy. How are you doing? I'm very well. Doing very well. I could use a nap, but it's all bedtime. I hear you there. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I can get a couple hours of sleep tonight. I didn't sleep real well last night. And, you know, not sleeping well and then cutting back on the hours of sleep that I get those two things don't go well together. So that's sure. That's my cross to bear. You know, that's the life of a turkey hunter. I can't make it out like it's all bad. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, good deal. Well, did you have any luck this past weekend? You know, Andy, I, we hunted some great farms, but I'll tell you, the, in our part of Alabama that we were hunting in, birds had shut up. We did not hear a gobble. So we're going to try a couple different farms the next weekend I hunt in Alabama, which is going to be in about three weeks or so. So uh, hopefully they're going to get back in there, but it was kind of rough. The weather didn't really cooperate, didn't hear any goblin, and we were hunting great farms too. Just wasn't, just wasn't there last weekend. Yeah, I think that that's the report that I'm getting from most hunters in Alabama, and I think that we're just at that point of the season to where why gobble to call in another girl when you've got 10 or 12 or 15 girls with you already. That's right. It's, it's, if they're hand up, it's tough to draw them away from a bunch of hens for sure. It is. It is. And I don't have the patience to sit for hours upon hours waiting on them to come to a food plot to feed or any other areas that I know that they're coming to. So I usually do a lot of walking and calling and listening and not hearing much those the first weekend or two. But it will change. Things will improve for us probably sooner rather than later as well. So that's a good thing. Well, you mentioned to me that you are going hunting this weekend, except you won't be carrying a gun. That's right, Andy. We have got the Kids Outdoors weekend in Northwest Tennessee, and it's something that I've done for a long time. And it's something I look forward to. This will be my either eighth or ninth year. I think it's my ninth year of guiding up there and 
it's just a great event. We raise money, and half the money goes to St. Jude's Hospital for kids, and the other half the money stays in the county uh, where the event is. And so it's an opportunity to reconnect with other professionals from the industry that I've met and gotten to know over the years, and then to connect with parents that I've gotten to know of kids I've guided and and landowners as well. So it's something I look forward to every year. It's like a homecoming, and it's a great place to be, northwest Tennessee. Hopefully the weather's going to cooperate. And it sounds like I'm paired up with uh, quite the young hunter. He's 14-year-old this year, and it varies. I, I think it's between 8 and 16. It might be 10 and 16, but if anybody is in the vicinity of three, four, five-hour radius of Huntington, Tennessee, and you've got a child, that's the place to bring them the last weekend in March. It's great. It's a great event, so I give up a weekend to guide, and it brings a smile to your face. Oh, yeah, I bet. And is it too late for people to register for this year? No, they will actually take hunters which are the children and guides as well, up through Friday, probably at 5 or 6 o'clock. So if you go to the Kids Outdoors, and that's K-I-D-Z Outdoors, and click on Northwest Tennessee, you'll be able to get a contact number. I don't have it here in front of me, but give them a call, and, and they'd love to have you. All right. That's fantastic. Well, hopefully some more folks will hear this and get their registration in and get out in the woods this weekend because from what I understand from talking to you, there's some pretty good private land lined up for these hunters to go on, isn't there? Yeah, what they do is all the landowners in the area will donate their farms for this hunt, and so there's some pretty darn good turkey ground up there to be had with a young man or young lady and and getting them introduced to the outdoors and the the sport of turkey hunting and and that excites me every time I get the opportunity but it's just a it's a great place it's great topography and typically a lot of birds so if anyone has an opportunity to do it I I would encourage them to do it good deal how many kids do they normally have on that hunt each year, just say on average? Andy, you know, the years that I've done it, and they talked about this last year, and what we've been averaging is somewhere around 108 kids, okay. again, between the ages of either 8 and 16 or 10 and 16. I don't remember what the lower age is, but it, they mentioned last year was 108 since they started the program. Wow, that's impressive. So there's 108 kids getting out to hunt on the youth weekend in Tennessee and doing this hunt, and that's awesome. That's really exciting that there's such a good turnout for that. So that's very cool. And you've picked our winner for the week. Awesome. Entry number 108 is the winner, and that entry is J. 
Borgal, B-O-R-G-A-L, so J-B-O-R-G-A-L at yahoo.com is our big winner this week of the Strutton 360 Mechanical Decoy Stake. So not I don't have a name to go with that email address, but I will email the winner and ask him or her to reply to the email with a name and a shipping address and Richard will get that Strutton 360 shipped out as soon as possible which we just talked about will be this coming Monday because you're going to be out of town this weekend aren't you absolutely yeah if the winner can respond over the weekend as soon as I get back Sunday evening I'll go ahead and pack the unit print out a label and Monday it'll be at UPS on its way fantastic that is that is too cool. So awesome. Well, I wish you a lot of luck, you and your hunter, this weekend. And hopefully you'll get the hunter, your first hunter, to tag out and pick up a second hunter Saturday. That would be a that would be a good thing if you could make that happen. Yeah, that would be awesome. I don't know how many kids we've got lined up this year. So we'll find that out on Friday at the guides meeting. And it'd be fun if, if we could double up on a weekend with couple kids that'd be awesome yeah yeah good deal all right well they've got a good guide slash instructor whoever it is that's lined up to go with you so i know you guys will have a good time and you'll be i have just have a sneaking suspicion you'll be using a strutton 360 this weekend so that's sure to liven up the hunt a good bit oh yeah yeah tennessee's great state uses a strutton 360 in and we've had a lot of success there and we've got a lot of hunters from the state of tennessee using the strutton 360 so i'm looking forward to getting back there and putting it to use good deal richard thank you once again for your generosity and doing the giveaway i know the listeners appreciate that and especially the winners appreciate it so thank you again for that and wish you a lot of luck this weekend in the woods and stay safe traveling because I don't know that the weather's going to be that helpful for us when you're traveling. So watch out for all those crazy people like me on the roads. Well, same to you, Andy. It's it's good to get out and um, getting out, you know, on Thursday rather than Friday. Friday's usually a little more hectic for travel, but everyone needs to be safe, hunt safe, shoot straight, and know what you're shooting at. Bingo. Good deal. Well, have a great night, and I will... Talk to you next week. We're going to do another giveaway this week. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. All right. And we're going to do the text again this week. We may mix up next week, but let's do the text again this week. So anyone who wants to enter to win the Strutton 360 Mechanical Decoy Stake, then they can certainly do that by texting S-T-R-U-T-T-N-3-6-0. No spaces, S-T-R-U-T-T-N-360 to the number 44222. And then once they do that, there'll be some instructions sent back to them to enter their email address. They do that, then they're entered into the drawing, and we are ready to go and give another one of these away next week. So this is fun. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Andy. Be safe. Talk to you next week. Sounds great. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
And a huge thank you goes out to Richard for doing this giveaway with us as well. Richard has offered to give away two more of these stakes, so go get registered. Now, okay, one last thing before I start recapping my week number one of turkey season. While I was at the NWTF convention a month or so ago, I slipped into the federal premium booth there to talk to them about their federal premium heavyweight TSS shotgun shells. And I learned a little something that I think you guys may want to know. So here is Adam Moser with Federal Premium to chat about their new shells. Listen in and I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey guys, I am here with Adam Moser with Federal Premium and we're talking about some shotgun shells because I had some questions for Adam a minute ago and he told me something that I didn't know about. I knew that Federal had come out with a TSS shot, but I didn't know that they were making some changes to what we could get last year. And so I've got Adam here to talk a little bit about what Federal's got going on with their turkey shells right now. Sure. So so this year we've introduced TSS, which has been kind of the craze of the show uh, up to this point. So it's heavyweight TSS. TSS stands for Tungsten Super Shot. It's an 18 gram per cc density tungsten based alloy. Our previous heavyweight was 15 gram per cc, so we've increased the density by 20% by going to this TSS, which has allowed us to go to smaller shot sizes. We offer it in 7 shot and 9 shot, in, in 12 gauge 3.5, 3 inch, 20 gauge 3 inch, and, and a 410 load, even, believe it or not. So yeah. we've been able to go to 9 shot, the 410 load, and have effective range uh, out to 40 yards with approximately 140 pellets in your 10-inch circle. Wow, that's amazing. And so what last year was just federal heavyweight is this year is called federal heavyweight TSS, and it's the same thing but a little bit different because it's a, a, a more that's, dense that's shot. That's correct. Yep, so it's a more dense shot. Also this year with all of our new premium turkey products, we've introduced the Flight Control Flex technology. So what was the old Flight Control has been revamped, redesigned. It originally was introduced the Flight Control Flex in Black Cloud last year. Yeah. We've taken that technology so that now the user can shoot a ported or non-ported turkey choke and have the same results every time. The original design was a little susceptible to some ported turkey chokes, didn't have as right. consistent performance. Yeah. So now we've taken that out of the equation, and it's it's Flight Control Flex, and it's just as consistent with either, either type of choke. Okay, so what you're telling me is that I should be thankful that I haven't gotten rid of the extra turkey chokes that I bought last year to test my little 20 gauge because now I get to retest them. Right, exactly. So now you'll, you'll be able to shoot those if they're ported or not and, and you'll be able to really you know pick which one works best for you. Sweet, very good. Anything else that you guys, that you want to say about what you guys have going on sure. right so, now? So other than just the TSS this year, we've got you know a, re, a, re, a refresh to the third degree. It now features heavyweight TSS. It used to feature the old heavyweight, uh, which was the 15 density. Now this is featuring heavyweight TSS. All the new products, like I said, have flight control flex. The other, the other version of our turkey product is Grand Slam. It's our copper-plated lead buffered load. Um, very, very good performance out of a, yeah. a copper-plated lead product. It's more of a price point product for the user. Lead is more affordable than tungsten, right. obviously, yeah. um, but also a very good option for the, for the turkey hunter. Fantastic. So I'll tell you a quick story, and I know you've heard hundreds of these. But I hunted with someone a couple of years ago who shot the third degree. I think it was the first year that it came out, maybe okay. three, three, four years ago. And I called this turkey in, and the turkey's in full strut. 
on the edge of this food plot, and she shot this turkey at about 25 steps. The turkey literally fell over in full strut, dead, never moved a wing or a feather. I mean, it's, it, it was just like it to just paralyzed it and sucked the life out of it. It was a grim reaper. Awesome. That's it was great. insane. So, yeah, I've third, seen with third those degree is a, is a very is a very good product. It's you know we kind of combined the best of both worlds. We gave the user the long range performance of heavyweight, but combine that with copper plated lead for your standard ranges, and then the flight stop propeller, which we load in the front, is is uh, to create more forgiving patterns at close range. So instead of having such a tight pattern at 10 steps, now you've got those flight stopper pellets which spread a little quicker and give you a more effective kill zone if a bird does come in real close. Yeah. And those those shells actually pattern just as well with a ported choke as a non-ported. Exactly. And Anything now that's all these products have that new flight control flex, and they're going to work through any type of choke. Yeah. Very good. Adam, thank you very much. I appreciate you sharing your knowledge and giving us some tips about what's changed and what we have to look forward to this year with federal premium absolutely no problem thank you all right now you may have known but i did not know at the time that federal's tss was going to replace their federal premium heavyweight shells for that they've had out for the past few years so i thought that was important information that you guys would want to hear so there you have it now that the house is clean let's get dirty and recap my week one of, of the 2018 turkey season. As most of you who listen to the show know, turkey season opened on Thursday, March the 15th. And I went to the woods with a buddy of mine to what is some prime hunting ground. And here is what we heard. That's right, nothing. We hunted until about 10 or 10.30 and loaded up and headed to work. So on Friday, I got up early and I drove two hours south on I-65 and ended up at my hunting club in southwest Alabama. Now I got there about 15 minutes later than I needed to, thanks in part to my tardiness and the slowest gas pump in the USA. But I did hear three turkeys gobble. One at daylight, a few times very far off, like as far off as you could hear one. Maybe as far off as I could hear one. Then another one at about 8 a.m. that gobbled probably six to eight times. And then the third turkey started gobbling at about 8.30 and probably gobbled about 14 or 15 times. Both of those birds that gobbled up into the day were off the property, as was the first turkey that I heard gobble. So, no gobbling turkeys on the hunting club property, which has been about par for the course down there the past couple of years. So I really wasn't expecting much more than that. I was just hopeful that I could catch one on the property and it did not happen. So Friday afternoon, I loaded everything up in the truck, And I drove two hours and 15 minutes to West Central Alabama to hunt with my buddies Todd and Eric. So Saturday morning, the three of us walked over four miles, almost five miles actually, and we heard zero on what looks to me to be some of the most turkey-ish property you've ever seen. There was tons of sign 
and tracks, but not one gobble. Nor did we even see a turkey. So we left our hunting spot and we went to one of the local gas stations to eat lunch because they also have a deli in the gas station. So we got something to eat. We're sitting there eating and a gentleman walks in and says, you guys turkey hunting? We said, yeah. And he said, oh, you need to come and hunt my place. I've got turkeys all over it. So we talked to him for a minute and he said, no, I'm serious. You guys ought to come hunt my place. There's turkeys all over it. So we chatted for another minute or so and he left. He walked out to go get gas. And when he walked out, I looked at my buddy Eric and I said, you're not going to go talk to that man about getting permission to hunt his land? And he said, do you think he's serious? And I said, yes, he's serious. He said it twice. People don't say things twice if they're not serious. Go talk to the man. So Eric and I got up and we went out and talked to him. Sure enough, he says he has about 250 acres of land on one of the rivers here in Alabama. He said he sees turkeys all the time. That They wake him up in the mornings gobbling. So we go out to his place and we look at it and it looks really good. And on top of that, in one of the roads in one of his pastures are gobbler tracks all in the road where the turkey had been strutting. So we got a little fired up and we were ready to go. So we hung out with him for about an hour around midday Saturday. And then Saturday afternoon, we said, all right, we're going to go over to his place and shoot a turkey. Well, we got there and his nephew that he told us hunts the property maybe three or four times a year pulls up. And his nephew gets out of his car and introduces himself to us. Very nice guy. And it turns out that the gentleman that gave us permission to hunt the property does not have the authority to give someone permission to hunt the property. And I am very glad that we found that out when we did Saturday afternoon because our Sunday morning hunt, when we bumped into his nephew in the woods, could have been a catastrophe. So thankfully all of that worked out. Even though we thought we had a hunting spot, we actually did not have a hunting spot. And so we went and we checked out another piece of property that is part of Todd and Eric's hunting club and heard a hen yelping over on that piece of property. And we tried to call her in, but we couldn't get her to do anything. So we loaded up, we left, went back, cooked dinner Sunday morning. We got up and we went back to the same property that we went Saturday morning that I'm going to call Turkey Grand Central Station. So Sunday morning, we heard zero again. But the good news is that we got to walk about three and a half miles. And so I got my exercise in Sunday morning again. Sunday afternoon, we loaded up and went back to Birmingham. And Monday morning, I got up and drove about 30 miles south of my house to hunt my property. And if you remember from last year, that property that I own south of Birmingham is a pretty small tract that the turkeys typically do not roost on, but they do visit my property frequently up into the day. But Monday, I couldn't stay long enough to wait on the turkeys to show up as I had to be back in Birmingham on my computer 
in order to put in for the lottery drawing for surplus tags for Zone 1 in Wisconsin at 9.30. And I had a solid 45-minute drive to get home in order to get in front of my computer. But I did, however, have one turkey gobble a few times on the roost about 200 yards off my property on my neighbor's. And I had a hen roosted on my property. So I was actually set up between the hen that roosted on my place and the gobbler that's gobbling on the neighbor's property, hoping that he would pitch down out of the tree towards me, come up on top of the hill to see the hen who was calling to him, and that everything would work out in my favor, but it did not. So like I said, I didn't have all morning to camp out and wait for that gobbler to come in, so I loaded up the truck and drove back to Birmingham. Oh, and by the way, I did it. My buddy John and I were successful in drawing tags for Wisconsin. So I am jacked up about that trip and I'm ready to go. Now, Tuesday morning, I went back to the same piece of property that I hunted Monday morning. I heard turkeys gobbling Monday morning, so why in the world would I not go back there Tuesday morning? So Tuesday, I actually heard five turkeys. Now, three of those were together. But all five of them were off of my property, and they all shut up between about fly down and fly down 30. I did set set up on one of my food plots that lies on the edge of the main road that runs through the property and actually confused my neighbor's wife with my decoy set up on the edge of the road. And then I managed to scare her half to death when I popped out of the woods to chat with her dressed in full camo with a head net on and a shotgun slung over my shoulder. But truth be told, I did not know that it was her in the car. I thought it was him in the car. But that was kind of humorous. I hate to scare somebody like that. And that was not my intentions when I came out of the woods, but it just so happened that way. So Wednesday morning, I went to a piece of property that I have leased west of Birmingham where I actually killed a turkey last year, and I did not hear a turkey gobble. And I saw zero turkey sign as well. So there's nothing there that gets me excited about going back anytime soon. And there you have it. Week one of the 2018 Alabama turkey hunting season, all wrapped up into a few-minute summary that could have been summed up with the word disappointing. It could also be summed up with the word quiet as well. Now I'm getting some reports of some successful hunts down in South Alabama, but the reports that I'm getting of areas north of about Montgomery is not very good. I talked to a gentleman who said he'd been hunting 20,000 acres of public land that's about an hour from Birmingham for four straight days and has not heard a turkey gobble at all on about 20,000 acres for four solid days, he did not hear a turkey gobble. Now, I talked to another gentleman who said he's been hunting private property in central Alabama four mornings, and he has not heard a single turkey gobble either. Now, here comes my theory. I believe that the gobblers are hinned up very badly right now, and they just don't have the need to gobble. My opinion is that This lack of gobbling early 
is good in the respect that this very possibly could be a normal turkey season in Alabama. We haven't had a normal season in Alabama for a few years, so I'm excited to see and hear what the future weeks of turkey season hold. I feel certain that the silence will soon stop, and by about April 10 through April 15, the gobblers will be lonely, and that will cause them to start flopping. Lord, let there be sunny days in the turkey woods ahead. Okay, so that is it for today, but before I let you go, I've got one favor to ask of you. That one favor is to please go check out Turkey Hunting University and see if there are any topics that you feel like you can stand to learn a little bit more about. Turkey Hunting University is an on-demand pay-per-view website where some of the best turkey hunters in the country share their knowledge of turkeys and turkey hunting with you in hopes that you will learn something that will help make you a better turkey hunter. So go to www.turkeyhuntinguniversity.com and check it out. That's it. That's all that I've got for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.